Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Look. This story is kind of mind-boggling for what it represents, not just the details of it. It's it's about Hunter Biden's art, okay? Okay. And what just came out. And as, as I run through this, understand the the Bidens are mocking you. They are so unafraid of any kind of law enforcement interference in their illegal activities, in this case bribery, that they just do it out in the open. They don't even try to hide it. Here's what happens. You might remember that Hunter Biden is now an artist, and his some of his paintings have uh, fetched as much as uh, Andy Warhol's, who is an actual artist, not a con artist. <laughs> I love the play on words there. That's good. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's a con artist yeah. when he's not dealing in bioweapons or right. selling influence. Anyway, um, what just happened is is this, and it's, it's kind of what it says that is so shocking. Um, the oversight, the House Oversight Committee, had Hunter Biden's art dealer, George Berger, um, before the committee and interviewed him. Okay, now remember the Biden White House and Circle Back Saki told us very serious face um, how there was going to be a wall. There's going to be a wall and Hunter Biden would not know who purchased the art and Joe Biden would not know who purchased the art. They, nobody would have any idea. So they haul this guy in and they put him under oath. Couple of things. The art uh, broker who sold Hunter's work says the vast majority of Hunter Biden's art has been purchased by Democrat donors. Weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I bet they all have war halls in their house too, right? Because you just love art. Now, the White House told us that the uh, agreement to keep Hunter's art buyers confidential and avoid ethical issues would protect Americans. Right. Um, and they put this great press conference, press, you know, press release out and it was, it's all very formal and everything. Hunter, but, but Hunter's art dealer says um, he never had any communications with the White House about the agreement and had to read about it in The Washington Post. Right. Mm. And he so he learns about it from the media. He says Hunter never enforced any agreement he says hunter knew the identities of all the individuals who purchased his art including democrat donors kevin morris and elizabeth hirsch naftali we'll get to them in a minute 
So he's reading about this in the news, how there's this great vaunted agreement. Uh, he never heard. I mean, Hunter, I mean, it was a lie. They just made it up. Just just made it up, put it out there. So Berger re- uh, reveals, he's the art broker, that Kevin Morris, a uh, Democrat donor, purchased most of Hunter's art for $875,000. Um. And uh, Morris is the one who's been running around paying Hunter's legal bills, too, Mm, uh, as well. Berger admits he's never done an art deal like this before. Oh, I bet he hasn't. Now, Elizabeth Hirsch Niftali is really interesting. She didn't buy any of Hunter's art until Joe was elected. Then she became very interested. And within two months of Joe Biden becoming president, uh, she purchased the first piece of Hunter's artwork for $42,000. See, her promise she'd already legally maxed out. Yeah. So she couldn't figure out how to get more money into Biden's hands, so she went ahead and uh, bought the first one for forty-two thousand. Uh, next one she bought for fifty-two thousand, and Joe Biden appointed her to a very valuable federal commission with a salary. Wonder so if she those, got, she, the good news she got her money back. Wonder so, if those paintings will ever show up on Antique Roadshow <laughs> and get appraised. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Listen to this. You know this uh, vaunted wall that was supposed to be there. The liberal media was straight faced, assured us. So don't worry, you can trust Joe Biden. He'll they're 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 um they're not, you know Hunter's not going to know. Joe's not going to know who bought the paintings. Right? Get this. Hunter Biden's art dealer also stated before Congress under oath that he had talked on the phone and met in person with Joe Biden, <laughs> even attending the wedding the Bidens hosted at the White House. Okay, so there's no wall here. Okay, here's the crazy thing. This is clear textbook bribery, okay? You can't get any more in your face about it than this. And what's weird is bribery is one of the few crimes for which a president could be impeached. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also illegal. So, I mean, to do this for only a million dollars, to take this level of what for the rest of us would be risk, so openly tells you Joe Biden and Hunter Biden believe no matter what they do, law enforcement's going to cover for him. As Hunter Biden once said, what is the soul of a man for whom there are no consequences? He taped, he recorded himself saying yeah. that on his laptop. He knows he is immune from the law. And for those of you who would say, well, he's been indicted, not, not really, no. They only indicted him because that would give him immunity so he can say he's not testifying before Congress. No. The trial won't come, and, and I don't think it'll come ever, but it, no. but that trial won't come until after the election, and, and you're going to see Joe's, should they try him, which I doubt, but should they try him? Because last time when they tried him, what they actually did was the prosecution worked with Hunter's own attorneys to get him an immunity deal so strong he could never be prosecuted for any crime he ever committed in the last 10 years whether they knew about it or not. So I mean, like I'm talking about there's dead bodies in his basement. They're cool with that. No prosecution. So that's when, when we say prosecute, this is how it ends when they start a case with Hunter Biden. It ends with a super deal uh, like that for no reason. He doesn't have to trade anything for it. He just has to be Hunter. So this is how this works. This is crazy. This is how little fear the Bidens have. So, you know, the stuff we've talked about before, it's in the past. It's tens of millions of dollars in Chinese money. They're doing this right now. No fear. Yeah. It boggles the mind. It makes me think, you know, like, 
Is there anything the Bidens believe criminally that they would be stopped from doing or no? There's no limits for them. Apparently not. Hmm. And uh, it's just like Peter Ducey yesterday um, quizzing um, Kirby about the, you know, the whole thing with the secretary of defense. And, and yeah. he said, is there anything, any reason we should believe anything this administration tells us? I mean, he literally asked Kirby that question. <laughs> And, and I, I think Ducey has, has nailed it. Is there anything that this administration tells us that we should believe, period? I don't think so. I, I can't find anything. I, I see no evidence to the contrary. No. No. And then the next question would be, is there any crime they can commit that there will be consequences for? You know, and here's the thing. When Joe Biden, when, when Republicans are at least talking about impeaching him, right? For just a million dollars you go and commit bribery in an easily documentable way while in office. Yeah. And you don't care. It's one of the few, it's like, it's only like what, a handful of crimes you can be impeached for and you pick that one. And, and I mean, look, yeah, at least you got tens of millions from the Chinese. You know what I'm saying? You, you're doing this for a million bucks. That's how little they care. And look at what Donald Trump's going through in New York right now in that civil fraud case. This, oh, it's, this, and it's this total case just, Yes, it is. and Because this is what just boggles my mind. And we were talking about this at the top of the hour here with, with um, that report. You've got Trump, who the, the, their prosecution is claiming that he overstated the value of his properties, that he was using his collateral to borrow money. Did he coerce the banks into lending him the money? No. Did they lend him the money? Yes. Did he pay off the debt? Yes. There's where, By the way, do you realize those banks, I didn't know this till I read this yesterday, do you realize those banks did their own valuation exactly. of Trump's properties? Exactly. Their own, in-house, not, not Trump gave That's them due diligence. some documents. They did their own, and do you know why they lent it to him? They made more money at the value they went with with Trump's agreement. But somehow there's a crime here. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just there's lost. Ab- I mean, that, that whole case, there's nothing there's to nothing it. There's nothing there. There's no. absolutely nothing. But it sounds good though, business yes. fraud. Oh, Ooh, yeah. that sounds sketchy. Yeah. Here's the thing though, Lee, this is what's what's really frightening, okay? Because th- there's a bigger strategy here, what they're doing. Um, they're looking at a fine for him of $370 million, which the judge can levy, and you better bet he will because he is a liberal, right? Yeah. So what are they doing? They're breaking Trump financially so he can't self-finance they have already frozen his business licenses Mm -hmm. if he loses this he cannot do business in the state of new york right what does that make him essentially broke since we now know his net worth is nowhere near the billions uh that it was in 2016 it's he he, he's not going to be able to self-finance they're going after this is if it's election fund so 370 million dollar fine no business license business is shut down even the kids can't run the businesses um so they're cutting off one route to self-fund. That is what this is uh, about. And didn't Trump also donate all of his salary as president during his four years as president? Yeah. He, he never took the checks. He donated them. Gee, Joe. <laughs> He's taking checks from everybody, including the federal government and Chinese government, apparently, and probably some Russians, too. Texture writes, as an artist myself, this is on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, I totally dismiss Hunter's artwork, but paying thousands of dollars for them, I've seen them. $200 tops. <laughs> Anything else is money laundering. Well, shoot, that's about what I'd pay at, like, Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, exactly. Used to before it shut down. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Texture writes, sounds like more money laundering. And it's in your face. They're not even hiding it. They're like, ooh, there'll be a wall. And now the art dealer's talking to Joe Biden. I bet the frame's worth more than the painting. I know. You know what else is outrageous about this? Think about this for a minute, though. 
this is the same profoundly corrupt Biden regime that's currently prosecuting Senator Menendez, a Democrat who is profoundly yeah. corrupt, yes. for what? Bribery. Yes. Like, literally, as Joe does it in and front of our yeah. faces. Yeah, exactly. You just can't make no, this up. not at all. It's crazy. By the way, to those of you who are texting me, oh, 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 the Trump people took Chinese money. Yes, because the Chinese stayed in the hotels. Yeah, they did It's called Karmers. Yeah. yeah, and Trump wasn't running those hotels at no. the time. Remember, he put an actual wall up, not like a fake yeah. one. Right, so like actually a business tra- transaction. You can get stupid with this. Are you, are you going to tell me you have hotels in New York and if a Chinese person stays there, a Saudi person stays there, it's somehow quid pro quo paying money. That, that is a, an op- that is so crockalicious. It is absolutely, and you know what? I didn't cover that story earlier this week. That wasn't an oversight. It's not news. It's a business transaction. This is not. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Vivek Ramaswamy told you. Then Tucker Carlson told you. Nikki Haley is a Trojan horse for the Democrats. She is a Democrat. I've been saying it for years. And now Democrats are saying it's so exciting. There's a stealth campaign going on. They're doing it on blogs, podcasts, and in their publications. They're telling liberals and Democrats to vote for Nikki Haley. If they have open primaries. In other words, it's already presumed Joe Biden will win. Don't waste your vote. Go and vote for the other Democrat. That's how they can control both sides. I've been telling you this has been going on for a year. I told you they would do this. They're doing it now. And we finally have them. The the audio. Here we go. Chris Hayes. MSNBC is a very popular, obviously liberal podcast, right? And Chris Hayes is talking to Obama's campaign manager and chief strategist from his time at the White House. David uh, Fluff, Fulf, I don't know how he says his name. And they, he is making the round. They are, they are fanning out. They are making the rounds. They're telling it their sheeple, go vote for Nikki Haley. Here's MSNBC's Chris Hayes. Now notice they're not saying this on MSNBC. Why do you think that is? Too obvious. They'd tank her. They'd take her. Ron DeSantis come right for that clip and he'd play it. So this is a stealth campaign because they know who she is. They know what she is. Take a listen. Chris Hayes, y'all, MSNBC, vote for Nikki Haley. Look, it really does matter stopping Trump. If you're in a, not, in a state that allows non-aligned folks to vote, 
you should vote for Nikki Haley. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's probably too distasteful for a lot of people, but for those who would be up for it to, to do something tactically, I don't know if it would stop Trump, but, you know, it could help extend the primary. I mean, if, if Haley somehow can win New Hampshire uh, or at least get it down to a two-person race, uh, you know, uh, I think when you look out in the rest of the states, Trump's clearly a dominant favorite. But in a two-person race, there's a healthy number of Republicans who are open to alternative if she's the only one. That's um, Obama's campaign manager. By the way, she's not going to beat Trump and they know it. That's not why they want to vote for her. That's not it. He continues. So I think for liberals who or Democrats or independents who might not ever support Nikki Haley to be the president, to cast a strategic or tactical vote to me makes a lot of sense. Uh, You know, again, it's a bridge too far probably for some people, but it could make a lot of sense as we get deeper into this. You know, if the cards fall the right way, if somehow she could finish ahead of you know, uh, DeSantis in Iowa, I think that makes it more likely. Maybe Christie drops out. But you see in New Hampshire, you know, uh, Trump may be close to his ceiling in New Hampshire. So if you got that to a two-person race, he could very well be defeated there. No, no, no. Let me tell you what they're doing. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this. They plan to put Trump in prison. They do. They think they're going to do this. They're trying to do it before the nominating convention. That is why... Jack Smith is in so much of a hurry. He has plenty of time to get that conviction before the election. But he's at the Supreme Court. He's trying to do it faster, 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 faster. Why does he want to do it fast? Because he wants it before the nominating convention. Because if he can get Trump in ankle bracelets by the nominating convention, by the way, as James Comey, former FDI director, told us, he will be an ankle bracelet, bracelets before the convention. Why? Because they want to tear the Republican Party to pieces. Because 30% of Republicans off the top say, I'm not voting for Trump if he's, if he's convicted, right? So they can control the opposition. They can push a Democrat forward, and that Democrat's Nikki Haley. She's got to be in the number two position. Worst case scenario, let's say we keep Trump. They, they convict him. They, we keep Trump. We're cool. We're, we're loyal. We're, loyal. we're going to vote for him. And then he's in prison before the election day. Their plan, not mine. I'm not predicting it. It's what they think then they are picking the heir apparent. They can kill MAGA this way. Nikki Haley will be perceived as the leader of the Republican Party because she's number two. They got to get her in that number two position. Here's Hillary Clinton's chief fundraiser, Jamie Dimon, a self-described Democrat. What's he saying? Same thing. About Nikki Haley. You did. Yeah, you've been talking to Nikki Haley. Very liberal, yes, I have. Even if you're a very liberal Democrat, I urge you, you know, help Nikki Haley too. You know, get a choice on a Republican side that might be better than Trump. Yeah, you want to hear from somebody who gets it? Did you hear what Vivek Ramaswamy just said? He's Actually, I've got the the wrong one. Uh, that is the wrong clip there. It's actually from my podcast. Sorry about that. Uh, but Tucker Carlson, here we go. Nikki Haley is a liberal. She is all in on the four tenets of neoliberalism, which are white guilt, a finance-based economy, mass immigration, and endless neocon wars. Strip away all the outward characteristics, and Nikki Haley is identical in her priorities to Joe Biden and the people who back Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They're setting up. They, they are picking their opposition is what they're doing. Okay, worst case scenario, we somehow lose. Uh, even after we put Trump in prison, what can we live with? The most important thing to them is the voter drive. 
She has always been an open border zealot and she will continue to be. That is who she actually is. And she is going to make, well, I'll let her tell you. We need as many immigrants as we can. We need as many immigrants as we can. I just played you the audio the other day. Don't call them illegal immigrants. She's a Democrat. When even the squad said, hey, let's take half of Gaza, a million people, 70% of whom, by the way, say they support Hamas. Even Joe Biden wasn't, pro- was, wasn't proposing that. that. That is too radical. That was AOC. Nikki Haley's asked about it. She wants to do it. Why? Because these are her donors. There are so many of these people who want to be free from this terrorist rule. They want to be free from all of that. And America's always been sympathetic to the fact that you can separate. Why would she take the same position as the squad? Because she knows the Democrats are running this stealth campaign. Jamie Dimon, Democrat, Hillary's fundraiser, raising money for her. Reed Hoffman, liberal billionaire who backed the lawsuits against Trump, raising money for her. That is why when the squad says, let's take half of Gaza, she's like, yay, she's one of them. And they're running the stealth campaign right now. And you know what? These Democrats, they're going to go in that booth right here in South Carolina because we have open primaries and they're going to vote for Nikki Haley. Y'all, you got to wonder this morning if it isn't true that we're ruled, have been ruled by pedophiles. When you look at what was in this fourth release, Epstein release, jaw-dropping stuff. Every one of my sources today is uh, UK media because they covered it honestly. Our media did not. They left out the key allegations. Unbelievable what has come out overnight. Uh, We'll start with testimony from 2015 under oath. And again, I would emphasize under oath that Virginia Roberts, now Guffrey, one of Epstein's victims, saw Bill Clinton on Epstein Island not once but twice. And the second time, he bought Al Gore with him. Let that sink in. We'll get back to that in just a minute. She also said in 2015, in again, under oath testimony before the court, this has all been locked away and now we see why for good reason. She said that she had tapes where you could clearly see Clinton's face. You could clearly see Prince Andrew's face and you could clearly see Branson's face. She didn't mention Trump, interestingly. She now later on would, but in this case, under oath, no. She said she had the tapes because her friend, another Epstein victim, had had relations with Clinton multiple times. This was an underage girl. That her friend had had to have sexual intercourse with Clinton in Epstein's New York mansion just off Fifth Avenue. She said her friend later came forward to report what happened with Epstein, Clinton, Branson, and Prince Andrew to police in 2008, but that nothing was done and she was made to feel like a dirty whore and a liar. But it's what happened next. Her going to the police clearly triggered a response from Hillary. This is from court documents. Her friend was then, quote, 
from the court documents, approached by special agents forces men, is what she called them, special agents forces men, sent directly by Hillary Clinton herself in order to protect her presidential campaign in 2008, Ransom said. They heavily intimidated her, roughed her up. Luckily, she took photos as evidence. And was then forced to sign a confidentiality agreement, which ensures she can never come forward publicly implicating Bill Clinton. Ms. Ransom went on to say in the court documents, again, this is under oath, that the friend was given a substantial payout directly from the Clinton Foundation to keep her quiet. The woman tried to sue Epstein for damages, but later dropped the suit uh, because she was, quote, severely bullied and threatened by his attorney. Mr. Alan Dershowitz. I mean, she claimed had also had sexual relations with her and who was heavily involved in Epstein's pedophile ring. Now, here's where this gets interesting. Remember SAR reports? We've talked about them a lot. Hunter Biden has over 150. You will never get one in your entire life for money laundering. You never will. Uh, Banks issue, you know, your typical community bank, one of these a decade. And it's when algorithms trip, uh, trip the wire, evidence of money laundering, federal law requires you have to file a SAR report with the Treasury so they can investigate. So usually these are major international criminal operations that are either laundering money, they're selling drugs, they're, they're moving drugs to the moving women, or they're a terrorist organization. You got to be big in the scope. You know the Clinton Foundation got SAR reports? Human trafficking. Weird, right? We read here the Clinton Foundation was said in court under oath to be paying off these girls. So either I guess Hillary sends her goons to rough you up, threaten to kill your family, or you take the money. Cool. Now, she said her friend told her that Hillary's goons who came to rough her up said if she broke the agreement that she signed, quote, she is dead. Unquote. Uh, Miss Ransom went on to say in court that she had backed up the footage that she had, including of Clinton having relations, Prince Andrew and Richard Bronson, and sent it to various different locations throughout Europe with only one other person close to me knowing where their locations are, just in case anything happens to me before the footage is released. So that is from the court files just came out. You didn't see that in headlines here, did you? Weird. Yeah, you got to go to the UK media to read that. What's actually in here. Now, here's where this gets super interesting. So Sarah, so Sarah Ransom, who is she? She is the one that then went to the New York Post. So notice in all of this, she's not mentioning Trump in the actual court documents, right? She's not mentioning, she's not, not mentioning Trump. She's the one who then went in 2016 to the New York Post, added Trump's name and said she had tapes of it all, Right. She then, when they pushed her and said, okay, well, give us the tapes, admitted, nah, I made the whole thing up. I made the whole thing up. Wait, the same one Hillary threatened? Yes. Huh. Weird. Right? See, the timeline now starts to make sense. Well, she has just come back out again yesterday. Bet you didn't know that. It's all over the UK media, but they sanitize our media here. Honest to God, some days I think we might as well live in... uh, Communist China. Jeffrey Epstein victim Sarah Ransone 
has now doubled down. She did this uh, a little over 24 hours ago on allegations that convicted pedophile made sex tapes of, she says, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and Richard Bronson. She is not including Trump in that list this time. And she says that after making the claims in 2016, yes, she retracted them, but she says she was forced to take back the allegations after her family was threatened by Maxwell and others. And we know who the others are because she said in court, under oath, it was Hillary. She sent her goons, threatened to kill her. The Epstein survivor appeared on Good Morning Britain. Wow! Have you seen her here on TV? No, you haven't, have you? The Epstein, you got to go to another continent to talk about this to the media because the media doesn't want to hear from you here. Can you imagine, take out the name Clinton, put the name Trump in? The coverage this would get. Oh, the coverage this would get. The women's rights activists, man, they would be on the doorstep of Mar-a-Lago. Anyway, she went on Good Morning Britain on Tuesday, and that was a bombshell. Said there was no secret that the tapes were made. She says the videos do exist. She said the people that know they exist are very frightened of them being released. She said it's no secret that everything was recorded. And you know what else she said? FBI has it all. Woohoo! I told you. FBI has it all. In the time I was at, with Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and others, it was regularly enforced that I ever did come forward, my family, myself, we would be harmed. She says she's willing to testify in court again under oath. And she says she's seen the footage. She's not saying she has it this time. And again, uh, she called on the FBI to release hundreds of items of alleged evidence. She says they have. And why do you hear what else the FBI knows coming up? Love this song. I actually had one of those, like, the mini records on my record player when I was a kid with the song on it. Cool, right? Anyway. Anyway, more out overnight. And you know what? This is headline stuff in the UK. But here, Good Morning America, they have no interest in talking to these women. They're giving interviews to the British media, these Epstein victims. So... In the, in the British media, you can go in there today and read all over the place about how Hillary Clinton sent her goons to rough up, bruise, beat one of the victims, intimidate her. The Clinton Foundation paid her off, uh, and she was told she would be dead if she came forward uh, with the tapes or talked about the abuse she had suffered at the hands of Bill Clinton as a minor. We're finding out from court documents uh, testimony under oath that Bill Clinton went to Epstein Island twice, took Al Gore with him once, and this. This is from the lawsuit. Um, the FBI, she's she's asked about the FBI interviewing her. This is uh, uh, Virginia Roberts, now Guffrey. She's an Epstein victim. About whether, the FBI asked her, she says, whether Clinton was a witness to the sexual abuse of minors. I told them, yes. Yes, he would be a witness because he knew what my purpose was there for. She said. So she told 
the FBI this. The FBI knows this. She says, I told him. So you've got this uh, the other victim, again, going on British TV and demanding that the FBI release all of the evidence that they have because they've got the real treasure trove. The same thing, again, you're hearing from Senator Marsha Blackburn. The same thing you're hearing from Senator Marsha Blackburn. They've got it. She wants an, a, an investigation uh, by crooked FBI director Christopher Ray into why the FBI did not investigate these crimes to prosecute anyone. I do too. I mean, I just can't that line. Let me just read it to you. It's uh, from a, a uh, you, you, well, several UK newspapers actually have a picture of the testimony. Again, it was under oath. And, and she's asked by the attorney, hey, did you tell the FBI um, about this? And she says, yes, the FBI asked me whether Clinton was a witness to the sexual abuse of minors. And she replies, yes, he would be a witness because he knew what my purpose there was for, uh, for Jeffrey, and he visited Jeffrey's island. We've been ruled by pedophiles, y'all. I mean, this, this, is, this is crazy stuff. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.